Shut up, phone. <laughs> Why you make noises right now? What is up, dudes, dudettes, and all my beautiful people of the interwebs? It is Saturday, so you know what that means. It is time to go beyond. Welcome to the Smash Podcast, and welcome all new people to the United States of Smash. I gotta say, I'm excited about tonight, because not only are you getting your usual group of weebs over here, we also have a special guest with us, and I already see that some of his people are hopping on over here in the chat, so I see you there. I'm so intense. I like that name because it's a double entendre. <laughs> but before we get started, I, I'm really excited about today because he's he's a good friend that I met. Uh, for those who don't know, is that I was at PAX South uh, last mm -hmm. month, did a lot there, and met a lot of amazing people. And he's one of the the amazing people that I actually met there. And I've been talking with a lot of these guys and been trying to work with some of them to, to do more and uh, expand out. And I'm glad to have him on the show, especially for today. So. Let's go ahead and introduce who we have here on the panel right now. And I'm going to go ahead and start with our very special guest. And that is my friend, NizzyTube. What is going what is on going with you, Nizzy? What's going on, guys? What's going on in all of Smash? What's going on, guys? Oh, no. How's everybody doing today? We're doing good. What about you, Ab? Good, man. Good. Uh, looking forward to... Well, obviously, I've been looking forward to this uh, all week uh, since you told me about it. I was just like... So just like beyond excited about it, man. So, th thank you so much for having me uh, a part of uh, you know, the podcast. Oh, it's so fun, uh, man. Oh, no I'm doubt, man. Forward to it, man. I'm really looking forward to it. It's gonna be fun. No doubt. Absolutely. Like like I said, it, we we're all we're all nerds in our own way or form. We all have our our hobbies and passions outside of just what we do. You know, we're all gamers here, but we all like different things. And this is the I use this show as a way for us all to just kind of do something different you know everyone games nowadays and talks about gaming but it's, you know it's not, not everyone sits there and talks about the movies and 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 the comics and stuff it's, it's just a little way to have a little bit of extra fun yes absolutely couldn't agree more and there is a lot of uh a lot of heat coming out a lot of good stuff oh definitely definitely and a couple couple uh stuff that can go in the bushes as we all know but definitely a lot of good stuff and we're gonna talk about all that and of course, we have our usual fraud on the panel who's slowly working his way up. He's the man with no plan, and when he does, it starts at Z, <laughs> Mr. Operations himself. What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? I'm glad to be back here. Glad to have a guest on here with us, because I know you're real excited to be here, so Absolutely. I wish I met enthusiasm, man. Got the match tonight. <laughs> That's because you've been baking all day. Nah. Baking graphic bougie. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you've been making them cupcakes and, and that cake. Have you have you even tried making your even making that uh, alcoholic cake that you wanted to make yet? Not yet, cause that shit is expensive. So I'm going to like postpone that until I get the foundation here. But like, yeah. Where you wanted to do a champagne cake, right? Or or what was it? Or champagne cupcakes? I don't know about champagne, bro. A, a couple of friends yeah. they made some suggestions, yeah. so I'm going to experiment some champagne stuff. Champagne cupcakes. Hold up. I don't know how that's going to turn out, because that's <laughs> <laughs> If you could just bring a couple of those here to Jersey, I would highly appreciate it. <laughs> hey, when I make a trip up that way, I'll, I'll swing by Alabama uh, and pick them up from him, and we'll go that way. Heck yeah, dude. Be a party. Oh, definitely, definitely. Like I said, I'll be I'll be up in the New York and, uh, and Jersey area come uh, October, so you'll see me out that way. Yes, looking forward to it. 
gonna be another party. Oh, definitely, it's gonna be another party. All up, we're gonna be partying all year. That's what it is. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh man, but it, it's so good to have you on here, Nizzy. I know you got excited, and you know, just just for all the new viewers and stuff here coming in on, uh, coming in, uh, to Smash as well as for all of our returning viewers that have come out. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your your history? You know, what got you into gaming? What got you into into nerd culture? Some of your your hobbies and favorite stuff growing up. Uh, you know, any animes that you may have loved, or any specific comics or movies. You a Marvel fan, DC fan? Tell us a little bit about you. And let the let the internet get to know you. Well, I'm a little all over the place as far as when it comes to just like anime and and Marvel and DC. I've been a Batman fan for a very long time, so Batman is like you know my go-to superhero. Uh, I've watched pretty much every single movie from you know Michael Keaton to Ben Affleck. Um, X-Men fan. I've always been a uh, <laughs> I've always been an X-Men fan. Um, as far as gaming goes, uh, I've been gaming since I was a kid, dude. I mean, growing up, uh, my first gaming, I guess, device was uh, was the original Game Boy. I remember when the when the oh, yeah. screen was green and oh, you it was mean like the... a huge block. Yeah, you mean the old like one that was like made out block. of stone with like the two-inch yes, screen that dude. you had the big buttons you... that took forever to push? <laughs> yeah, you needed four batteries, dude. To power that thing on, bro. Oh, <laughs> First man. game was Tetris, bro. I would never forget it, dude. And I just kind of been all over the place when it comes to gaming, man. I mean, I, I mean, never in a million years would I ever, you know, tell you that, you know, I put myself in front of a camera and, uh, and just start streaming games. I just, you know, it just kind of happened one day where I was just like, bro, like I love watching people game. I love everything about gaming. I was like, why don't I just, you know get into the, the the habit or you know make it into a hobby and and just start you know meeting new people making friends and you know my my first my first initial thought was to go on youtube which you know hence the tube in nizzy tube came in <laughs> and then sense. you you're right <laughs> and then i you know i i started looking at twitch and you know all this you know noise came up uh about you know streamers on twitch uh, you know, obviously, every everyone from Ninja to you know Dr. Lupo, Tim the Tatman, and I was just like, all right, uh, you know, let me let me see what Twitch is all about. And the community, dude, it was just, it's just the Twitch community itself. It's just so friendly, dude. It's like it was almost like very welcoming to just you know, just get involved. You know, meet people, make friends. I mean, it was it, it's it's surreal how something like something like twitch can really bring you know people together it's it, it's awesome it, it was a great you know just it's it, it was just the best probably one of the best decisions i ever made was to get involved with twitch and and meeting people and being part of different communities and there's so many different communities out there it uh it was uh probably the best decision i probably ever made it oh man that, that's really awesome to to know uh man it, it really is amazing when you look at that kind of stuff and and kind of look at how that all plays plays into a fact of what we we grow up with and, and especially hearing how far back uh you you were with gaming with you know starting with the old game boy i, re I remember having uh a game boy literally before they came out with the game boy color i had my cousin's old game boy because shortly when i was young probably in like 95 i think is when they released the game boy color 
So that was probably one of the first things that I had when I was actually able to like carry a uh, portable game with me all the time. But you know, mm -hmm. I grew up with the with my cousins and them having a SNES and a and an NES, and then of course my yes. old PS One. So yeah, I, I, that that's great to see, and you know, seeing your 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 history with uh with games or with comics seems everyone loves batman everyone is like a de facto batman or superman fans like that's always everyone's go-to immediately dude it's like the, the you know the biggest you know almost rival it's always you know batman or superman so and obviously they you know they had the whole movie with it too so yeah. that you know i mean even though obviously people's opinion was different based on the movie but just in general like you know, it's either you're a Batman fan or a Superman fan. You can't really be both. So, yeah. and, you know, when you think of Batman, like obviously, you know, Superman, like he, you know, he he grew up having powers. Batman, he just he's skillful, dude. He just has the money just to be, you know, who he is. It's just it's it's just the backstory behind Batman. It's just so badass, dude. Definitely, I've always been a big Green Arrow fan. And of course, my my all time favorite has always been Shazam. I always say that Shazam's always been been my absolute favorite. Uh, Shazam! Wow, man. Yeah, I, I'm a big Shazam that, fan. That, you, 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 yeah, I've, you're actually the first person to ever, ever say that. that that's hilarious. Really? I was, I've always really? been. I, I was like, you. I've always been a very big Green Arrow and Flash fan because their humor I always enjoyed more than anyone else. But Shazam has always been my favorite just because of the fact that you know he's a kid. It just shares that, uh, that uh, history. And when I first read comics, you know, he, seeing Billy as as the young kid he is and just living that fantasy of a kid with superpowers that was that was what it was for me i was just like oh, i love this <laughs> definitely dude uh but you said that you're a big uh x-men fan so i have to ask the question who is your favorite x-men uh it's always been two gambit and wolverine Oh, I fuck with this dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Gambit, Gambit, that, Gambit yeah. is the boy. That is the homie right there, dude. Just, it, it's crazy. Like it's he's he's just a, a an awesome just superhero, dude. Like the craziest shit he could do with the with a deck of cards. Like I remember growing up as a kid, dude, and just start flinging cards at people. I used to fling cards at my sister, bro, pretend to be Gambit. I think I used to get our broomstick and just start beating the shit out of her. <laughs> Living a dream, yeah, I love the, it, yeah. dude. Living uh, a dream, bro. See, people, that, 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 that's what I love about Gambit's powers is people really don't understand Gambit's powers. And for those who don't know, is that he actually uses a, a form of kinetic energy because he uses a form of kinesis. So he's able to put uh, kinetic energy and items that he uses and basically create explosive kinetic force, which is what creates the explosions. And his, his uh, what would you call it? The, the item he used as his focus has always been cards because of the fact that, mm -hmm. you know, he was, a, he was a little bit of a, a, of, a, of a card shark there in the swamplands of Louisiana there in the, in the bayous. But uh, yep. that's what just makes him even better. But yeah, but that, yeah I've always I've then, always loved Gambit. Yeah, and then just the whole uh, Wolverine, like that that leadership attitude and that grizzly kind of you know like that in your like face. he's the man like and just slicing and dicing dude like yeah yeah that's I, Wolverine was that dude yeah you couldn't you couldn't mess with him oh definitely I, I, everyone loves Wolverine and I think it's hard because Wolverine is such a good and yet flawed character like he's one of those characters that have always been flawed in the right ways and also had probably the most growth over years i was like I, 
I think my other favorite X-Men, I would always have to say, was always Nightcrawler, just because I always felt bad for, for Kurt. I was like, and I, I, I felt for him. So, mm-hmm. Kurt was always my favorite, so I love Nightcrawler. Yeah. And with Wolverine, like, some of his flaws, though, were kind of, like, put more emphasis on, especially in the um, Age of Ultron series. Yeah. Because if you remember, when they went to um, Fury's bunker, they find him as um, Secret Bunker, kind of back in time. So everybody's like, all right, we should go back in time, or go forward in time, wherever, and try to stop Ultron. But Wolverine's like, no, just, just kill um, Ant-Man, because he created Ultron. He's literally yeah, the source he's just of like, right, he's right now. Like, just kill Pym, just kill Hank. And they're just like, wait, what? He's just like, yeah, it just makes it easier. Just kill Hank. Yeah, nobody wants to believe Wolverine. Yeah. Always right. <laughs> yep. That it, attitude, it, man. It, it is that attitude. Yeah. It, 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 it's that Canadian, right? They, they, we all think they're nice, but they're secretly mean. <laughs> yeah. Wolverine knew what he was talking about. He didn't know what he was talking about. Oh, <laughs> uh, but man, it, it, it's it's good to hear your history and see what you love, and and we definitely got some good topics here to talk about all across the board. So let's go ahead and hop in with some of these topics. And the first one we're gonna start off with is a pretty 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 big one, or or you know small, depending on what you're talking about, but definitely one that a lot of people would definitely feel for. And what that is, is that Paramount Studios have officially announced that World War Z, the sequel that they were working on, has officially been canceled. And I gotta say, this is for the better. That entire movie can go straight to the bushes. It never needed to see the light of day. The way that they focused on it was not the way that that book ever worked. So uh, it was not, mm, it was not good and it definitely does not need a, need a sequel. And nothing to Brad Pitt, you know. They they focused on the human story and they followed him and his family. It, Brad Pitt did his part; he did a good job. It's just the the movie itself is uh, it's one of those things. It's like good acting, good actor, horrible story writing, and that was just one of those cases. And I'm glad that the sequel is officially dead because it's been sitting in what development hell for almost five years. It really didn't uh, need wow. to sit in development hell because of the fact that it didn't need a sequel to begin with. Five years. That's. I mean, that's that's a long time for a movie like that, though. Yeah, it it, it really is that's a, a long very time. long time. The so, only reason why I even liked the movie a bit is because my one of the cities in in Jersey got like five seconds of fame. When the uh, I'm, I don't know if you remember that one part when they were at the the supermarket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they filmed that in uh, Newark, New Jersey, and I was like, oh, well, I live like ten minutes away from there, so yeah. Uh, that's cool. All right, but the movie's still not, not not all that good. But all right. Yeah, he's just like, hey, I know that spot. That's cool, and then he was done. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. <laughs> hey, the, the thing, the thing about that movie was, I think it was. Um, I feel like it was. I, I, I mean, I don't know if you guys could agree or maybe disagree. I feel like it was just too cluttered. Like I feel like too much was going on. It, it definitely was trying to do way too much, and yeah, I like I said, the bi- the biggest aspect was the fact that they had already uh, tried to push too much of the human human story, following Brad Pitt's character and his family compared to if you read the actual World War Z, it was a it was a compilation of stories of everyone kind of dealing with the with the threat of, you know, the infected and everything that was coming on. All right. So all right. It, it, it just felt like they were trying to do all those little stories while having one main story going on at the same time. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's just what be all it, uh, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, man. You go ahead. No, um, 
I think it was just a simple fact that, you know, you know, one minute he's in the U.S. and then he's been, where did he fly to? Pakistan? Or something like that? Yeah, or, they did. And then all of a sudden they were in a plane and the plane crashed and then he's, you know, somewhere else and then he's like in front of someone's house and then it, it was way too much just going on for me. I, I, you, with a movie like that, you'll definitely, uh, you could definitely lose track and that's what it was for me. I think it was just too much that was going on. I, it just kind of, you know, I, I, I lost interest. I eventually lost interest. But I finished the movie. So, I, you know, I was committed. But by the end of it, I was like, you know, thank God. Oh, man. I, I, w- I didn't even finish that movie. After, like, 20 minutes, I was just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. Because, like, <laughs> I did the same thing with Batman v Superman, right? The theatrical release, they tried to do three different storylines in one movie. And that was so disconjointed, I literally fell asleep in the theater. Which is the first time I've ever fallen asleep during a movie. And that would wow. put me to sleep. And then, I, late, like, when they released the, like, director's cut, everyone's just like, no, this this makes up so much. I was just like, I don't know. They're like, no, trust me. They're like, the director's cut fills in, like, 20 extra minutes of stuff that actually makes the story make more sense. I was like, all right, I'll check it out. And when I did, I was like, all right. I was like, this redeems it. Not by much, but it it, it fixes a lot of the issues I had with the, theat- the, the, the theatrical release. Probably the only in here who isn't bothered by the World War Z movie. Grant, I didn't read the books at all. Oh, that's why. Mild- that's why. Yeah, I'll- I thought it was mildly inter- entertaining. It didn't put me to sleep. I was I was moved to it the entire time of it. So I'm probably. Oh, yeah. if, if you this. if you read if you read the uh, the the book, you would be like, dude, this is so bad. Well, how did it differ? Like, how bad was the the um discrepancies from like, the book? Like like I movie? said, the the book itself is a compilation of stories of different people okay. trying to survive in the in the world. This one tried to put too much emphasis on following uh, Brad Pitt's character trying to to him trying to be the one to help end the plague and everything, and trying to work with these government agencies or whatever, trying to to find the cure and stuff, and focusing on him and his family. That's not how it was so, in the book. So some typical modernization summer action film, pretty much. Yeah, basically. Okay, makes sense. Your 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 modern uh, summer film is is really what it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this one it, got canned, though. I'm not surprised. Yeah, and and it, it's good that it got canned because again, no no offense to Brad Pitt or any of them, but it just was not gonna do any good by uh by having that sort of appeal or anything like that it, it just was not gonna work out for it at all yeah i, t- I totally agree and i and for the, for the simple fact that you know you obviously brought it up to the to the podcast i totally even forgot about the fact that they were even in development for it so the fact that they you know canned it it's uh it's probably, it's probably the best move yeah i forgot yeah, it would be different too yeah yeah because if, if it was gonna take this long it, it probably wasn't gonna be that good yeah, it it really wasn't uh, gonna do any sort of good. Like, I mean, the the original was, uh, man, they 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 didn't even really make. I mean, I think they did a little bit. Uh, money wise, I think they were like, I think the original budget was 190 million, and I think that it made 202 here in the states, and then 500 worldwide, which is because like the Chinese market, they 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 eat that stuff up. They really do. But, you know, overall, it really just, it wasn't good at all. You know, it, and it sucks, but I'm really glad that it, it it's getting canceled just because of the fact that it, it just feels like it did not respect the source material enough at all to really warrant the kind of attention that it got. 
Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And Dallas Dallas makes a good point in the chat. He says Hollywood is in is never in it for the art as long as they can draw a crowd. And and that's absolutely true. There's definitely the those in Hollywood that aren't for the money at all or in it for the respect of 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 the source material or anything like that. It's definitely just a hey, can this be enough of a draw to get people to give us money? Yes, let's do it. Let's yeah. be a balance with that too as well, because mm -hmm. you wanna like you wanna show your art to as many people as possible. But at the same time, lucrative, so you can actually continue to display your art. For All right, I got a, I got a question. Oh, hey, look, like, who, who showed up? He finally pulled himself away from that Apex Legends. Uh, no, nah, I'm still playing it. But um, <laughs> uh, what am I say? Y'all, it all, it doesn't have to stay on source material. Look at Resident Evil. Those movies were good. Well, Resident, well, Resident Evil was was true. Well, that one did definitely break away. They also were were following a, a much different from the get go because of the fact that while it had the Resident Evil name, it literally started talking immediately about Alice, but they gave enough of the the outside world building that we expected out of Resident Evil, as well as enough of the characters for us to know and and get that it was a part of its the world, but its own take. What they did with with World War Z is that they they did they did the same thing that kind of made the uh, what was it War of the Worlds remake that was done years ago kind of really bad because of the fact that it focused on a single family and that story instead of following everything else that was going on like if anyone read the original War of the Worlds it didn't really follow the the one family like that one did and make but it more you gotta but you gotta realize it's not you can't you can't like translate that into movies oh no no i i completely agree and, and seeing a film that's you know a bunch of different short stories kind of all together would definitely be polarizing but it it, it does it it was an issue of bad writing you know that that's where it comes down to is an issue of bad writing so uh i heard uh, you liked it right decent yeah they put me to sleep by everybody else i enjoyed it but he also year. said that he didn't read the book but like you why like we need to stop trying to like base movies off of books they that never happens anymore like, actually it never happened <laughs> like trying to ha have movies like based off of source material has never happened no there's been 20 there's forty thousand leagues under the sea there was also uh and look at harry potter <laughs> like come on how how um how faithful is Lord of the Rings series to the books? How uh, faithful is it? Fairly well done. They're they're fairly fairly well interpreted of the the movies to the books. Especially if you look at the director's cuts, they add significant amounts of time <laughs> because of the fact of how much uh, Peter Jackson was trying to do to the uh, books. There was definitely a few instances where they added stuff literally just to help sell like the uh, love story or the love triangle and like the Hobbit series with the uh, with the dwarves and the elf that wasn't uh, in the original books and that was one of those aspects of hey they need to add it in to add that extra drama flair but everything else for the most part was well well adapted from the books but there were also scenes that they had to cut out just because of the fact that they wouldn't be translated just like he mentioned with Harry Potter uh, and the Sorcerer's Stone the very first the very first movie there was literally a scene that they couldn't translate well, which is how Harry first got to the room with the mirror that let him get the Sorcerer's Stone from, uh, what was the name of that professor who had Voldemort in the back of his head? There was literally a test in the room before that 
where he had to drink a specific potion that would allow him to p pass through a flaming door and they didn't have that scene in the movie mm. translate that over yeah they didn't tr they, they didn't translate over because of the fact that it was a lot of internal dialogue while he was trying to figure out what is the right what is the right combination to to drink to be able to get through the door and i think he was in that room uh. with like hermione or whatever and it wouldn't have it wouldn't have translated over well Okay, yeah, that makes sense. What about the Matrix? Isn't it? Well, there was a book series first. They made the movie. No, I'm mistaken. No, no, it was just no. they. They stole it from. They stole that uh, screenplay from a from a, a writer though. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I know. I thought it was a book. Okay. Yeah, no, it wasn't a. It wasn't a book. It, the book came afterwards. Okay, that's probably where I got mixed it up then. All yeah, right. Because now we see a lot of novelizations of of books and stuff like that or novelizations of movies is where they like take all the screenplay and then they they rewrite them or they take the mm -hmm. scripts and adapt them into a, a a book or anything like that i would show us too see, we see what on game of thrones is based off a book as well but i haven't watched it yet so oh like no. it'd be faithful to the source material or just like do their own thing with the show oh no uh they are definitely doing their own thing with the show there's definitely parts where they de draw heavily from the books, but there's also a lot of parts where they've left out just because of the fact of how it would translate. And part of that is because they do have the author as a... He was a, uh, a producer as well as uh, helping write the scripts. So they left out certain parts that just wouldn't be good or, or cut out certain stories uh, and characters and stuff like that just to, to be able to put the rest of it that would make sense more on the screen than, than everything else. I guess it just depends on the franchise because some movies will work, some won't. Yeah, definitely. I think the most recent one that we saw was um, I think last year with um, well, that's the main character, Dark Tower, something like that. Oh yeah, the Dark Tower series with the so, uh, but, um, gunslinger. Yeah, but was that faithful to the book, or did they do their own thing in the movie? No, that was its own thing. But that's because even Stephen King said that the movie took place after the books and their own universe. So yeah, definitely one of those one of those aspects, and a lot of people hated that, but I thought Idris Elba did a great job. I always loved the Gunslinger series. I read all the Dark Tower novels, all fifteen of them. Don't at me, bro. Because you know that's yep. how much. That's Here we how go much, that, um, Yeah, uh, that's how much plug. I see you. Yeah, because of the fact that I'm that much of a loser. I read all <laughs> those books. I I was massive <laughs> Stephen King fan. I was like, that's what inspired a lot of my writing. Nizzy, did you ever read the Dark Tower series? No, I did not. I did not. You didn't? Oh, man, you really should. No. So I'd, I'd definitely be lying to you if I said I did, so. Okay. But on the, I guess, like, on, on the subject where, you know, like, I guess productions take, like, books and, I guess, comics and make them into movies and shows, what's your take on, I guess, like, The Walking Dead? Because it was, like, the biggest thing back in what like 2013 when it first came out, it come out? i don't know if Did you guys remember the first season was like six episodes and then the second season they just started jumping numbers yeah double and i just felt like it just dragged and they weren't even you know really they weren't even really going towards you know the comics because I, I read the first comic yeah the graphic and then, novels. yeah 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 and then the graphic yeah the graphic novels and it just the the show just totally went left field with it. I, from my understanding, is they weren't even trying to go based off the graphic novel. They were, they were just taking concepts. 
just yeah. taking context from the comic and just and just doing our own little spin on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Literally, uh, Robert Kirkman had said that that the showrunners who are doing the story writing literally, basically everything from the graphic novel they did the opposite of and the TV show characters that were supposed to die later they died early on characters that were supposed to be dead were still alive and a lot of flip-flopping on how they were trying to do their own story yeah absolutely so it was definitely one of those that's one of those where they know the source material they worked with the writer but they did their own liberty with with changing everything because of fact that's what they wanted to do so it's definitely always a a complicated situation when you look at how that can go back and forth with when translating the, that kind of stuff over absolutely now with that being said we're gonna go ahead and hop on to our next topic which is for me because of the fact that i mentioned this earlier is that i'm a big shazam fan and right now <laughs> the producer of shazam had actually come out and said that the black adam film that we know that they are doing a soul a solo black adam film is actually going to have a much different tone and vibe compared to Shazam. And this, if everyone doesn't know, Black Adam is actually going to be starring The Rock, who will be portraying the anti-hero, big, big bad opposition to Shazam. And I, I'm really glad for that because of the fact that I didn't want them to just copy the same formula over or do anything like that. It's good that they're making each one separate and doing their own identity because black adam is always been more of a more serious anti-hero slash villain at times and a much antithesis to shazam shazam is lighthearted. he's fun he's a kid whereas black adam hates you know the that the ancient wizard shazam who gave billy his powers he hates what he's doing with them and feels that it, it's completely unnecessary he's focused on the survival of his people compared to anything else in the world and we've kind of seen where he's shown where he he'll go out of his way to protect them as well as other times where he's kind of been a, a villain and kind of worked with you know especially uh vandal savage and uh and them depending on on what he gets out of it he's always been a well thought out villain style character without necessarily being a full villain so with them announcing this i'm actually well uh happy about this so Soul, tell me your thoughts on them making that announcement. Uh, like we, I, I think we, I, I think we already like figured like they was going to do this. So like it, it's not a surprise. I'm just glad that they like came and like confirmed it even more. So yeah, definitely. What were you gonna say, Nizzy? Uh, I was gonna chime in, just be like, I didn't know much about this, but I'm pretty stoked just for the simple fact that I'm a huge rock fan. So I feel like this is gonna be just great. <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh you, oh, you didn't know that The Rock was playing uh, Black Adam? I had no idea, dude. No wow. idea until today. Yeah. Until they, today. So I'm very stoked for this. Oh, yeah. They actually announced They actually announced uh, that The Rock was going to be playing The Black Adam well long ago before they even announced uh, the Shazam film that they that they, that they were going to do a Black Adam film. And yeah, it, was like about, like, it was like about like it was like a year and a half ago, probably even longer. Yeah, I think it was in like 2017 they, they made that announcement. And then last year we got the announcement for uh, uh, Shazam for that film. So I think during that time Aquaman was just like rumored or just like teased around that time. Yeah. 
That was just like right just before they, it, was they announced... right, it was right after Justice League. No, it was it, no. They announced the Black Adam film just before the Justice League. Uh, okay, movie yeah, came yeah, out. yeah. And then after Justice League came out, that's when we started hearing the rumors of Aquaman getting a solo film. So yeah, so we're kind of seeing how that all plays out now. So it, it's really good to see how how all that's coming together, um, and, and yeah. stuff like that. So it's definitely good to see that. And they stated that that we're not going to see. Black Adam start showing up until, or they're not gonna start production until 2020, which kind of makes sense. Um, but you know, it, it's gonna be good to see when that comes out, and uh, really looking forward to how that's all gonna play because you know, definitely like The Rock, you know, he's a great action star, and he, I definitely think that he has the personality that can really fit Black Adam because of the fact that he could be that very serious uh, style character, and he could definitely pull that off, kind of what we've seen with with him as Hobbs in uh, Fast and the Furious. When he first showed up, he was a very more serious character before we saw the lightheartedness of him joining the rest of uh, rest of the crew in the Fast and the Furious films. So it's definitely going to be interesting uh, to see how that all plays out. Absolutely. I can't wait to watch the movie and see him actually have hair. That's going to be... <laughs> right? He's actually going to have some <laughs> hair on that head. Yeah, it's going to look weird. It's very. Gonna be, it's gonna be very weird. He's gonna have a toupee. Jeez. For me, there's there's not too much we can go off on. We have like a small grasp of the tone for Shazam, because we already know it's gonna be like a lighthearted film. But they can always throw a switch up us during the movie. I mean, but me personally, I I wouldn't be surprised if they did a switch up. But I mean, at the same time, I just want I just want to see how they how they gonna do the film when they're to, like together. Yeah, when they actually meet yeah. each other. Because me, friend, I'm just like Billy as a kid hero. He probably, he probably sees the world as a clear-cut view of it, right? There's a good and a bad. But with Black Adam, he could probably introduce a middle ground, like a gray area to it. Because Billy, he probably sees, like, no, there's only good and bad, but Black Adam like, no, there's actually more to it. It's not that simple. Yeah, you know, you know he probably looks at it as, like, you know, Naruto. He just thinks that everything can be saved. You know, Black Adam actually, like, nah, you, sometimes right. you gotta, like, eliminate things. So he could pretty much challenge on Billy's ideals in his yeah. Black Adam film, too. It will definitely he can make him grow up. He can make him grow up fast. Okay. Oh, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Oh, yeah. So it's definitely going to be one of check those, him. Yeah, that, those reality checks for him. But at the same time, we can see just how uh, how hopeful Billy still is in trying to wanting to be, you know, believing in that and, and showing off the good of everything. We probably get like a Naruto versus Pain moment. Like, Pain's going to be a Naruto. And like, yeah, he's going to be a Naruto rethink of shit. Yeah, he's going. He's going to start to realize that, like, sometimes you can't always think that, like, just because you got hope that it's going to change anything. And same thing about Naruto versus um, doing like the final arc versus um, I forget her name. I always fuck it up. Uh, Kaguya. Yeah. Kaguya. Like, he's gonna see, he says he's gonna say everybody. They like wipe out half of them or so, like right in front of him. And like, bitch, what are you going? What are we saying, bro? You gonna say who? <laughs> like, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> this is big boy games now. Uh-uh. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully, like they don't try to make him a gag character inside of you know Suzanne yeah. when like when it comes to like Suzanne. Yeah, definitely. So I don't think he'll do that. I don't think they will. It'll be interesting for sure. So with that, being I hope so. Oh yeah, I I really hope so. I'm really looking forward to Suzanne. That's one of my top anticipated movies for this year. So, it, when does it, it come out again? Uh, Shazam comes out, I believe, that is in April. So let me double check that here. 
before we give people some false information. Yep, April 5th, that's right. <laughs> and apparently, a uh, quick addendum is that apparently the Rocks, for, we're, we are going to get a first look at the Rocks Black Adam supposedly teased in the Shazam film. So, definitely going to be looking forward to that. We'll probably see some when he visits the wizard, or maybe at the end, like an ending cutscene. You know, any. So end who's, of play, who's playing uh, the uh, Shazam actually? Uh, Zachary Levi. He's actually going to be playing Billy. No, it's like the the Grand Wizard Shazam. Ah, uh, the Grand Wizard. I don't think we've we've seen who's going to be playing the Grand Wizard. I doubt they mentioned it. You probably have to go look for that. Yeah, actually, now that now that you mentioned, I don't think we've had a com uh, confirmation of who's going to be playing the Grand Wizard. Oh no, we do have uh, Jamon Hansu is gonna be playing the wizard. Who was that? He was the one who was uh, uh, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. He was one of the the pirates as well as he's been. He was in Blood Diamond. Oh, you talk. Oh, okay. I know you talk about now. You know, okay. The guy. Uh, what's his name in um? What's his name in Guardians of the Galaxy? Cause that's the one that's that's seen uh, uh, Quill. And he was like uh. Give me the, the item. You're under arrest. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Like the he's a he's a it's, no he's a is he a Cree? No, he's not a Cree. But he's uh he's involved with the the Cree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause he's gonna be in he's gonna be in uh the Marvel movie. This Marvel. Yeah, he's gonna be in Captain. Oh, Captain Marvel. Marvel. I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't. Plus, I keep saying Miss Marvel. Well, I mean, because she was Miss Marvel before she became Captain Marvel, we're probably gonna see her under the name of Miss Marvel because Marvel is supposed to be in the film as well. He was Korath. That's who it was. Korath. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Oh, that's dope. I like it. I oh, like, yeah. I like that they, you know, keep them close to some of the... Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's definitely going to be interesting to, to see. So with that, we're going to hop on over to our next topic, which is going to be on the DC side still. Aquaman. Aquaman is getting a sequel, spinoff, whatever you want to call it, uh, already in the works at WB, and it's actually going to be about the trench. Uh, so, and I, for those who haven't seen uh, Aquaman, it was a really good film. But there was one particular scene where uh, both Arthur and Mira, is that yeah, Mira? Yeah, yeah you're Mira. right. Yeah, Mira had to go to the Kingdom of the Trench, and when they went to the Kingdom of the Trench. They met the uh, the the dwellers of the trench, the uh, fish people, and uh, and I mean actual legitimate like fish people, not like you know everyone else in under the sea, under the sea. No. <laughs> <laughs> so no, so we got to see the dwellers of the trench, and that was probably stuck in my head now. <laughs> literally, so. For those who haven't seen, the trench scene was probably the most badass and also well-animated CGI scenes in that entire film. Literally watching them swim into the dark uh, depths of the ocean with nothing but a flare fighting off all these fish as they try to get to the center of the of the trench, which basically led to the, to the center of the world, was awesome. And I'm glad that they're doing a, a spin-off title in the trench so i, I just kind of want to know what it's gonna entail with i that. hope i hope it's like more like a horror i really hope it's like something like it's gonna have to be at this film. point 
this feel like a quasi horror film like they're doing with like the new mutants before it got shit can or whatever they're doing with it. I don't I hope it doesn't have to really I don't want it to really like deal with, you know, like actual like like superhuman. You know what I'm saying? So like I would rather like like regular people encounter them. Kinda. Yeah. I want it to be like a horror film, like fishermen like actually encounter them. Like there's horror stories about them. I think it's something to reference it. Nizzy, have you watched Aquaman yet? I did not. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I did not. But, however, I'm very curious uh, to see how this one uh, takes. Because w- would you say that this was, like, the, the main uh, antagonist uh, in the movie? No, no, no. They were they were one of the other kingdoms of the of of the sea. There there were several gotcha. kingdoms. So you had okay. the kingdom of Atlantis. Okay. You had the kingdom of the Trench. You mm-hmm. had... Uh, what was the, the kingdom of the Reach? Was that it with the with the crap people? Reef. <laughs> was it was it Reef or Reach? I think it was. I, I forgot. I totally forgot. Because there was there was five five different. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a clan that actually like you know turned and looked more like fishes. It was the ones that could that actually like went more primal, and that's the trenches. Yeah. And and then it was the the crabs, the crab ones, and then. And then you had the the, the other regular, ones. Like, then you had all the the ones that were actually more like fish that were uh, uh, had the ones yeah, the, the ones that the like ships. got killed. Yeah. yeah. Shit, then, I forgot. Oh yeah, I forgot the name of them. Yeah. But I, they live in like a they live like near like lava or whatever. Yeah. There there was a there was quite a few of them and I can't remember all all of them and that makes me a little bit mad that that I can't remember all the the different kingdoms in that. But only maybe if I watch them all the time, it'd have been easier. Yeah, I need I need to see it like two more times. I have it right here in front of me. Just to spread out. Kingdom of the Fishermen. Then after that, there the is the Fishermen. That that's the ones who who look uh, like fish. Like yeah, actually look like fish. Actually look like fish. Yeah, that there was. Then there's, there's trench. He was Kingdom of the Brine. That's what Kingdom of the Brine. Brine. That's, okay. That's yeah. the ones that were the crab. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I knew I knew it was something like that. We 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 had to figure it out. But yeah, this one is going to be interesting. I really do hope that they do it like a horror film. I, I do agree with that. Uh, Nizzy, since you haven't watched Aquaman, I re- definitely recommend it. it. It's literally so well done that we were all kind of blown away, and I'm not surprised that it hit a billion dollars. And literally, this is this was the film that really showed DC's turnaround from what they've been doing with the DCEU before they changed it to World to DC. Like th- this was the film that really showed their their step up and turnaround. Oh, definitely, man. I'm, I'm without a doubt gonna have to. And I mean, just to shine a you know shine a little more light on the on the trench, I think they're gonna have to make it into a horror movie, man. Do you see what this thing looks like? Yeah, exactly. I mean, like oh, yeah, sea cockroaches. That's what they are, man. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, that that's offensive. <laughs> it's offensive, but it sticks. <laughs> <laughs> sea cockroaches. Sea cockroaches. That's hilarious. Oh, definitely. Please, man. And here's the good thing about it is that they already stated that this is gonna gonna show off a little bit more of the lore. It's gonna be a little bit more modestly budgeted. Uh, it's supposed to center that we're a talk about them, and they said that it's not gonna interfere with the main cast of Aquaman. So we might see some of the smaller side characters. As well as definitely a lot more of uh, of the humanistic side of those getting caught up in the trench, so it'll definitely be interesting to see how this is gonna work. Could be like a retelling of their origin, like from when they were transformed after the um that um 
that power fluctuation from that generator head, I forgot what it was called, to like where they are right now, how they like evolved and like like morphed over the years. Oh yeah, how they how they became the the ravenous creatures that that they evolved into. Interact with the war and whatnot. After, after probably, they like, legends were built from them. Yeah, definitely. It'll be interesting. And apparently, the 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 two screenwriters that are that are working on it, Gardner and Fitzgerald, apparently they were assistants at Bad Robot, J.J. Abrams' production company, during the time when he was working on the Super Eight. So it's going to be interesting to see see what kind of background that they have. Because I don't know if anyone yeah. saw Super Eight. Super Eight was actually really interesting. Like, yeah, it was like it, it was like it was Stranger Things before Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, Stranger Things before Stranger Things. That's probably the best way to describe that. I don't know why, but like that era of like time is like a perfect segment. Like do like a not like a horror film, but like um, um fancy sci-fi vibes you can you can do with it. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. It, it definitely—it's not gonna have a sci-fi feel. Uh, I'll say that it's definitely not gonna be sci-fi. It's definitely gonna be fantasy. But I think it would be a fantasy thriller, but definitely fantasy horror. It has to. Be. Mm. So we'll definitely see how that all plans out for sure. It's definitely gonna be an interesting take on it as a whole. Absolutely. Now, now from there, we're gonna hop on over to the next topic, which is actually going to be about something quite close to a few of us here. Uh, and hopefully, Nizzy, you have something on this. Aaron Magruder, the writer and creator of The Boondocks, actually made an announcement recently that they are going to be doing some new Boondocks uh, stuff here soon. He's actually been releasing a lot of comics <laughs> uh, and uh, short stories uh, written in the Boondocks universe with a lot of current uh, running political stuff because, you know, for those who don't know, the Boondocks have very been heavily social commentary especially on uh uh on black black people and african americans thoughts on uh a lot of current running topics especially uh from the perspective of you know african americans living in very heavy you know white suburban neighborhoods and stuff like that and how it was a much different feel so it's very interesting to kind of see that introspective and, and uh a lot of that commentary from that from that side on things and with him doing a lot of comics if you've read any of the comics that he's done recently of of big political topics it's hilarious and as messed up as it was back then and i think that's the kind of commentary shakeup that we really need nowadays and i'm glad to see that he's wanting to do more and continue on with it especially after we got the season four that came out a few years ago which was nowhere as good as what we had with the first three seasons of that show and a lot of people did uh, attribute it to the fact that his original co-writer had walked away from it during that period. So I really hope that he comes at it now with the same energy that they did way back then. So, so I know me and you were the first to really talk about this when the when his co-writer were actually announcing that his his own anime adaptation of of uh, Ishiki, the the Black Samurai. So I want to know oh, yeah. your thoughts on this. Well, it was just because I, I did some research on, you know, the the panels that he, he did. And it was just something that he, he decided to do on his, like, his free time. He got one of his friends to, like, draw the panels out. But it brings in, like, to, like, to show you that, like, a lot of people want another season of Boondocks. And hopefully this, like, helps 
build, you know, like another season. Because people actually want to see it. But I don't know if it can survive in today's era, honestly, to be real. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with where you're coming from. That That's definitely going to be a, a massive shakeup because uh, as we've seen a lot of a lot of things now, it, it's hard to have that that satire and social commentary without it sparking some quarter, some sort of controversy without some people getting uh, you know upset about it. There's a few people who do it anyway and don't hold back, and you know that's especially what we've seen with Matt Stone and Trey Parker was still how they 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 handle South Park. They still don't care one way or the other how controversial like the they last, get. Their last batch of hope at this point. I think even um Family Guy had to cut back a little. Yeah, they yeah. cut back on Fam- the, on the gay jokes. They cut the gay yeah, jokes. It's, and the thing is, Riley used to always say something is gay. So I don't. It's. Yeah, man, it's they gonna get a lot of flack in this time. But I feel like I, it'll be a perfect time for the release as well. Cause like, look what's happened recently. It it, it definitely um, would be good because you know they could they could talk about you know the issues Donald Trump, and but it's it will also bring like problems too because people are gonna be like because you know how Twitter and social media is. Oh yeah, but I, I think I think the Boondocks have enough history of that social commentary and shakeup that they're not gonna hold back. Nizzy, what are your thoughts on it? Did you ever watch the the Boondocks, dude? I loved the show, man, and yeah, I did. I absolutely did love. Uh, I actually did watch the Boondocks, and I loved it, dude. I thought it was hilarious, and just every like all the show, like all the different uh, shows, how they hit uh, different uh, just like different current events and stuff like that. Oh, um, like the I first think Kelly I, trial. I, 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 <laughs> that would be hilarious, dude. I would, I would love to see that. I would love to see that. I, I really, but I really, I just to shine light on it though. I, I really do think it'll, it'll, it'll do good. Um, in this era, without a doubt. I personally, to me, I think it would do good in this era. I, I think it still can, but it's definitely gonna have. It's still, it's definitely gonna have a lot of uh, uh, a shake. Backlash. Up. Yeah, it's gonna definitely have some of that, that, that backlash for sure. But again, it, yeah, it's... I think that a lot of the people would have, you know, they would, they will hold back a lot, just, and, and just because the... they know that, the, you know how it today is. Yeah, and, and that, that's what I hope that they don't do. They need to, if if he's gonna come back with this, he needs to to not be afraid to go all in. And again, people need to realize this is coming from an African American's perspective on these social political topics as well as what they kind of his thought you know because we all know how how Huey is he's well articulate he's well smart and he looks at a lot of things whereas Riley is you know he's a street thug and he he sees that it different ways yeah. so you have that opposing... yeah Huey just he uses his common sense and what's morally right you know yeah. Riley he just wants to be cool so. yeah so it gives you that that different perspective on how people view topics you know especially in, in all those things we've seen how in, in a lot of episodes that they oppose each other. Hell, look at alone with the R. Kelly trial, right? You know, Huey was just like, he's like, man, he's like, yo, don't realize he said he done did it. We seen that he does it. He's like, he's in, he's he's guilty. Why the hell are y'all treating him like he's some damn like you know superstar? God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God. And they're over there dancing in the court in the courthouse, <laughs> and he's just like, cut the damn dancing. He's like, y'all look like a bunch of idiots. And then Riley's just like, boo, get off the stage, put the music back on. <laughs> You're right, but I have a question for the panel and the chats too. Like when this show does come back and they do bring the heat, like they did in the past, I guess just coming against them. Do you think Black Twitter create like a safety net for them, like a buffer for them, so when people start coming at them, they'll try to bounce back at them? Yeah, like fighting their Black, defense. Yeah, yeah. Black Twitter is definitely going to try to 
create a safety net, but like yeah. it's also like the LGBTQ community is is very strong too. So yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a civil war. <laughs> it's a whole civil war over there, man. I don't know. Man, I really want to happen just to watch that. <laughs> it's gonna be dangerous, man. <laughs> so are are they, are they are they bringing back the the original cast members? Uh, hopefully for, they uh, will. Yeah, they hopefully, should. hopefully they they like do Regina bring King, back. everybody like that. We, oh yeah, yeah. We 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 need John Witherspoon, man. We we need John Witherspoon. That man, he is. They have no hilarious. choice. They, they they have no choice. Absolutely, hopefully. dude. Season four, what they did with him, no, he has to come back and like redeem that <laughs> that trash they had. <laughs> yeah, season doubt, four man. was pretty bad. Turn him into an idiot. That pissed me off, though. That pissed me off so much. Cause remember the episode when, like. He like lost. There's some dumb shit about slavery, cause he. Oh, uh, he lost. He was he was sold to slavery, some shit like that, for a dollar. Oh, I think he's talking about when he the story of Castro Freeman. I think so. Yeah, the yeah. story of Castro Freeman. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm gonna leave that one alone, but yeah, dang. Yeah. Listen. So Dallas is just like he said. Boondocks can absolutely pull it off. They don't have to care if people get mad because they have a funny because it's true vibe. And he said that, that we ain't having a motherfucking drop of boondock slander up in here. <laughs> I wish, I wish, and I hope that they can pull it off. And I really, I really do hope that, you know, they, they try to bring it back. Oh, I really do. I, I really hope that they do. And, and again, I, you they, know what, they need, you know what, you know what, we need you know that shake up. could work? What, what could you know work? what could work? Netflix. Baby. Oh, Netflix. yeah. Mm. Yeah, they definitely. That's a good idea. Netflix or Hulu, both of them are, are really good about having that more mature rated content. And I think Netflix actually has the first three seasons on there already. I, I don't know for sure, but I just know. Either, just either one of those platforms would do really, really good for, to, to support, to, to put that show out. Uh, of course, you know, uh, Adult Swim is still always a, a, a good choice, but, you know, definitely if they really want to go all in on it, definitely put it on, on one of those platforms. I would say the only reason why I say Netflix is because uh, the animator and the creator for the designs of the character, LaShawn, uh, he he has a, an anime coming out for on, on Netflix. So yeah, they already can get the Yeah, yep. so they can already get the, you know, the the connection going. Yeah, I just hope that they can that they that they talk it out and 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 work what happened from la from previously because I know he wanted to do his own separate thing and and they were kind of not sure about season four and then that's what we got with season four was kind of like eh, so I really hope yeah. that they uh uh definitely step it up for sure. But just look, look at Netflix productions when you when you look at the the shows they have done like they brought back remember when uh, Fuller House came back. You know that that did that did pretty well. Um, what was another one? Uh, Trailer Park Boys. Oh yeah, the Trailer, Park, Trailer Boys. Park Boys. Yeah, Trailer Park Boys is hilarious, dude. I mean, they did they did really good with that, and then they started doing movies and stuff like that. So I I think if Netflix was to take the Boondocks and you know put their production team into it, I think it would do really really good. Yeah, especially yeah. come back and do it right because they're really gonna walk back to a first house they didn't buy for. They have Netflix right now, which is the biggest streaming platform on the planet. After there's Black Twitter, which will support it indefinitely, and then there's a meme community. Look, look at Bird Box. Look, that move strictly blew up because of the memes on Twitter. Yeah, it was just because of it. Was, it was totally hilarious. <laughs> oh, imagine that. Oh, so oh, imagine that Black Twitter behind it, bro. It's, it's, oh, it's over, bro. It's over. You're set. Definitely. Yeah, it was solely because of memes. 
That that that's def I mean he's definitely not not lying on that because of the fact that oh my god dude the memes that came out from that is just been I remember all the summer like what the f what's all these damn blindfolded women like, what is this oh, shit yo for, <laughs> yo for for real for real it was crazy but the the best thing were all the the memes coming out about it or the the jokes it's just like hey uh you know this is gonna be the name of of whatever and one of one of the favorite the uh, people that I know had a had one of those and it's just like the last movie you watch is the name of your vagina and she's like well bird box she's like i don't like how this is going i was like no the reason it's called bird box is because no one ain't gonna see it and she started laughing so hard <laughs> i was just like yeah i was like that i was like that shit just meme worthy i was like it's just yeah. like oh my god it's you're great. gonna watch this shit i'm gonna cut out twitter because i'm gonna get spoiled either way yeah right <laughs> <laughs> Great. It, 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 it's one of those things that's just literally there just for the sheer existence of meme material. Just like there are several animes that are just simple meme material. Pop Team Epic, Nichi Joe, and and Kon. You know, that's all just oh, meme worthy what, what stuff. What was the uh, the anime with um, Jaden Smith? It was so terrible. Oh, it oh, meme. oh, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, what what's it called? Oh, uh, I forgot. Neo. Like Neo, Neo Yokio. Neo Yokio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. you don't deserve you don't deserve this big Toblerone. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell is this, man?" <laughs> Dude, that was another one that was just simply meme-worthy material because it was just so bad. So bad. I was like, well, shit, wow. That's where that meme came from." Yes. Yeah, I, I, yes. I it for years. Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't deserve this big Toblerone. I was like. Girl, you don't deserve For some reason, it, it did successful, but it was just so bad. It was bad. It was so bad that it was good, and I hated that fact. <laughs> I'm never watching that shit. I'm good. Don't uh, watch it. Don't bro. watch it's it. So, it it's, it's, it's so bad. bad. It's so... No, it's it's so bad that I can't even redeem it by saying it's so bad it's good. Like, I can with uh with a couple others. Like, Konakon, the English dub of that, so bad it makes it good, right? And, and that, like, that anime is pretty bad. But this one is what? so bad, I can't even say there's anything like, that redeems at least, it. At least Ghost Story did their own thing and just yes, like, like but like Neil Yokio, they were actually what's that? <laughs> like they were actually trying. That's how bad it was. <laughs> say something, Blake can't. It's say something, Blake can't even um save it because that man, he goes. Uh, oh, that that's what I'm saying is that I was like, if you if you watch Konakon, all right. So for anyone who doesn't know, Konakon is it is an anime about a young boy who's being chased or who goes to school with a fox spirit and a wolf spirit that are both in love with him and there's literally if you watch the english dub right it is so bad that it's actually really good because of just how the voice acting is and and that saves it this there's nothing that can save neo yokio and the the reason is, that, is that they are trying sure that. yeah that that was the one that i no i i don't think i showed you this i sent it to jd i'll send you the clip alone of what the makes one the rabbit that one killed me man oh yeah no that's that's ghost stories that's ghost stories yeah, yeah. Ghost story oh, yeah, that, no, because you're rabbit because you're a black yeah what? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like oh yes <laughs> for those who don't know ghost stories was an anime in japan that tried to be the uh japanese version of scooby-doo and it did so horribly was so badly panned and received that they sold it to a small american studio and they said the only exception is do whatever you want with yeah, it. Just, just don't do use. Yeah, just don't <laughs> use the original script. And it was literally the first indication of an abridged series 
before a bridge was a thing. Literally, it, they they ad libbed everything. And you want dark humor? That has dark humor out the ass. Literally, they have a they make fun of a kid because of the fact that he can't talk. They say he's a stupid mute. And all sorts of stuff. And, there's a there's and, a Jesus freak the girl. Cat even talks. Yes, that the cat talks. Horrible, dude. Oh yeah, it's it's so bad. But it came out in the early 2000s. It's literal dark humor, and it is great. That is so wrong. So oh, literally the, the the Jesus girl. Literally, she's just like, I would save you. She's like, only if you accept the Lord Jesus Christ. And they're just like, what? They're like, he would only save you if you stop being a bunch of heathens. <laughs> <laughs> This it's, shit is hilarious, It's bro. great. It is legendary. <laughs> it's, it's so great. Like, like honestly, I, I miss dark humor style stuff like that because of the fact that it can be so good. Like, like honestly. Yeah, unfortunately, we never going to get stuff like this ever again. Yeah, right? Uh, People need to stop being... The way with social media works nowadays, right? forget about it. It's because those days goodbye. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know why we can't like like yes there's times when it goes too far but when it's all in the context of being a joke we need to to do it like some of the people who make those jokes are those people like anyone here watch dragon ball the bridge I, i'm gonna set, i'm gonna go left here a little bit anyone watch dragon ball the bridge no uh not really no no one's watched dragon really? ball. oh man so i guess it's only me and op who watch dragon ball the bridge but block two right yeah well, well, not just that, but uh, for those who don't know, Dragon Ball Bridge, they do a lot of uh, dark humor, and there's a couple times where they make uh, a bunch of gay jokes, right? Well, for those who don't know, Kaiser, uh, not Kaiser, yeah, Kaiser Neko, one of the actual people there, as well as the voice for uh, uh, Trunks in, in the last story arc, he's gay. He's the one who writes a lot of those jokes, and he, he's the one who, who has everyone read it out. And he's even called out when he goes too far with it, but for the most part, he's the one who writes those jokes. Like, people need to realize some of the people who make those jokes are those people. It's like the ultimate source material. Exactly. Exactly. Like plot twist, I made it. Yeah, I so. made it. If you're going to hate anybody, hate me. They're like, oh no, we can't. We can't do that. Exactly. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but people it, just need to take jokes. Like, jokes can be harsh. Just take them. Man. Yeah, I mean, do people yeah, not go? Do people do people not go to to comedy shows anymore? Like most of those j jokes are like, like, all over the you place. Know, you know the funny thing about it? They, a lot of a lot of these uh, comedy shows, they don't allow you to um, to bring your phones in because they know that some people are gonna try to do some crazy stuff. That's very true. Takes on our context and try smear them, comedian yep. bullshit like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and that's, that's sad true. that that it comes down to that now, man. It's just like Jesus. But um, real quick, guys, I got I got to do something real quick. I, I don't know that it could never work between us as much as we wanted to. It could never be. Not because you're a rabbit, but because you're black. <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, holy shit! I, I was like, yo, I, they I went love there, bro. I, I was like, I love yeah, this, bro. There. I was like. Yeah, dude. That it, that uh, if you look at any of the 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 cuts from that from the English dub, it is legendary how messed up it is. I love it. Also, Dallas Man says Dragon Ball Bridge is what DBZ. Yeah, you know the funny thing is the the jokes are so modernist. It's surreal. Exactly. 
And, it's and, crazy. The, and that was 20 years ago. That was 20 exactly. years ago. Also, Dallas was, says uh, Dragon Ball the Bridge is what DBZ would be if it what would what DBZ would be like if it were real life. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That I agree with that. Oh yeah. Wrong. We can't say it's better than DBZ because they have hindsight in their favor, but like. No, but he said that that Dragon Ball Bridge is what DBZ would be like if it were real life. The way that they talk, oh, yeah, the jokes, yeah, yeah, definitely would absolutely be. I mean, there's certain jokes that would go over, and not well. I mean, even with the references, you know, people make those kind of references in the daily. Uh, you know, like oh look, a Pokemon. Let's do it. Catch it. But I'm just tiny. <laughs> no, catch that shit. <laughs> Fuck them up. Oh, but definitely we uh. Definitely some 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 interesting stuff right there. So we went way left on that topic, and you know what? I don't care. I was perfectly okay with it. <laughs> now to get to lose brother, then yeah, I'll be happy. Right? Just now to be back on track. Uh, where where are we? Oh, yeah, right. We were t- we were talking about the Boondocks. Uh, next up, so ABC declined an all female Marvel TV show pilot from the Wonder Woman writer. So apparently they wanted to do a superhero drama with an all-female cast, and ABC turned this down. <laughs> which, which, it, I, I mean, <laughs> it, it's it's kind of messed up if you think about it, because ABC is owned by Disney, which is where they where the is the big network that they put all their Marvel TV shows on at, at, right now. Besides, um, you know, it's where they have Agents of Shield. Before they use a lot of the others, like how they have The Gifted and The Runaways on Hulu, and then how they had Cloak and Dagger on Freeform, which was still running on Hulu anyway, so really on Hulu. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting that their own one of their own subsidiary networks turned down this uh, you know this pilot and this this series, especially coming from the Wonder Woman writer. Right, <laughs> everyone knows how good the the first Wonder Woman film was. So it's amazing to see that one of their studios turned or one of their studios turned it down. What are your thoughts on this? Oh, is, is ABC getting any heat heat for this? Like, is is, is Twitter you know really like blasting up about this or? What I've seen on trendings, I haven't seen no heat. Yeah, whatsoever. I don't see nothing. It's, that, that's it's, crazy. It's yeah. not even it's not even warm. But I I kind of understand because warm. Probably, <laughs> I'm. <laughs> 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 I can understand because it, it probably will be a great first season, you know, probably a great first season. But after that, I think it would just it would just be nothing but like drama and nonsense. Unfortunately, uh, I mean, it, it, it's a it's a superhero drama, and and it's an all female superhero drama. So yeah, of course, it's gonna have drama aspects. I mean, it's the same with with Arrow for for those who watch the CW's Arrowverse. It's very drama. I, I understand. I understand a lot. There's a lot of you no know, girl comic book readers and nerds, but I don't see a lot of girls just watching this show. Just to be real. maybe initially, but like after the honeymoon phase, like okay, what's next? Yeah, but here, here's the real question about it, right? Is that we know that they turned it down, but they could have they could have easily done it, but it would have also depended on what female superheroes that they would have put on the show that that would have been the big aspect right there because we know that they have a, a lot of female characters and and superheroes on all the shows we see you know we have of course we have uh cloak and dagger so we have dagger uh from there of course we've seen all the girls on the runaways as well as the gifted and a lot of them got plenty of shine um 
but it's just like what what were the females that they wanted to use in this superhero drama what were the superheroines that they were going to use because we can name you know thousands or hundreds of female superheroes across the marvel universe but which ones were going to be the ones that they would actually use is the question who would y'all like to see in the show I I'm a, I don't know. I, I, I try to uh, think about. It. I can't think of nobody myself. I, I I don't know. Uh, I would like to see Spider uh Spider Woman, not not Spider Gwen or anything like that. No, I want to actually see Spider Woman. I would have liked to see her. Mm-hmm. I would like to see something on uh more focused on Kitty Pride and some of the the female X Men characters. You know, Kitty Pride, uh Rogue, and some of them. Um, what other? Look at Riri Williams. Riri Williams. I I don't think we're gonna see Riri Williams for a while. No time soon. Yeah, no I know that. But I'm like, wait. And and that sucks because I do really like Ironheart, but not a lot of people like Ironheart. And and to be fair, she does have some writing issues. That's why a lot of people like Miles Morales more than they like Riri. So if they can actually rewrite Riri in a better way. I think that she would have a lot more shine and a lot more acceptance than she does right now. Sometimes I feel like Marvel's trying to fill a diversity quota. Yeah. Nizzy, yeah. like everything else. Right like everything else. Nizzy, you know anything <laughs> about Ironheart? No. Okay, so Ironheart is oh, is a, a female. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> she's a an MIT student who actually okay. recreated Iron Man's suit by just looking at it and made her own modifications and Iron Man actually had her take over the mantle. Wow. Yep. And she adapted the name Iron Heart to, to represent herself instead of being, you know, Iron Man. Or just taking Iron Woman. She wanted to, to show off. But uh the comics uh has had a lot of back and forth on how people feel about Riri. Oh dude, that that would be badass if they you know put her in a show and just kind of scaled it as to like like before she you know made the suit and then all during the process and then all the all the action and stuff like that if you could all put it into it yeah that would that'd be yeah i think think that would have been a hit you'll need a good budget though because like once she once she dons that suit and on if it's not it's gonna look real wonky especially now Mm -hmm. times yeah Yeah, that's true i was like but i I really like the design of the iron heart suit actually dude it's, real, it's a nice suit. It, I mean, I'm looking at it now. It, it, it's surrounded. It's not. It's a pretty badass suit. Oh yeah, I just it, it just sucks that not a lot of people like uh like Ironheart that they really don't like Riri too much. But like I said, a lot of it is part of her writing. Mm. And it, I think that if they clean up the storytelling and writing for her, I think she would do a lot better. Because that's why a lot of people really like Miles Morales because you know. Well, Miles Morales is, you know, an African-American superhero and stuff like that. His story writing for his drive on wanting to be Spider-Man and everything that happened to him and what led him to that was so well done that, Mm, you know, they didn't try to make that his identity. You know, I think that's the big issue is that they didn't try to make that its identity. So it'll be interesting, uh, but definitely it, it sucks that they that they cancel the show. But again, it, it's one of those things of who would have been their 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 superheroines that they would have used, because depending on who the superheroines that they would have used, I think that could really change how it was perceived. 
Speaking of yeah. female superhero shows, do you still have uh, was it Superwoman going on or? Uh, Supergirl, yes, Supergirl is still Supergirl, yeah, still running. Wow. Yep. Then I'm, that's unfortunate, man. I really think the Ironheart would would, would do good. Yeah. But uh, I, I, yeah. But I, I, I I could totally understand where you guys are coming as far as the whole aspect so of. Uh, it would just it would be our our, our whole group of, of like superhero women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd be surprised right. half or most of it was like X Men. Well, I mean, if you think about it, a lot of the superheroines in the Marvel universe are in the X Men. I don't know how that, cause they would have to actually, uh, like, you know, appeal to like women. They like so. I don't know how they would actually do it, because men, I, I don't. You know how the comic book, you know, community is, and like you know the the nerd community. Is. I don't see a lot of them like actually watching it like that much. This, this has like a tall battle to go if it got greenlit. Like yeah. it'll have a long way to go. Yeah, definitely. For Just for it to be some people and be successful for them. And and that's probably why they they'd probably look at you know the just you know the 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 summary of the you know the story, the budget, everything, because you know. People, you know, people attacking Black Lightning for, you know, yeah, that one scene. So we got oh, oh, the, the, yeah. the <laughs> uppercut where he just spins in midair. Yeah. And yet, they, yeah. they, I was just like, I, I think that was just a one, like a one off. Like, I mean, the rest of the choreography has always been real badass. Yeah, we got to be careful. They, they don't got for that who, much budget. For who said it's all took a JPEG of that and just spun around? Who said that that's what they did with, it, they, <laughs> with that they, scene? They low key probably did that. I, I, I'm not oh, even going to oh. like, lie to you. So. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, but it it was still really it, 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 it's it's funny though, because what it was Gravity is like they they had that they had that dude spinning in midair, so you know they must have had that rig on them, and they had two cameras going at the same time and just switch cameras really quickly. It was pretty great though, but maybe maybe later, like later on down the line, we actually get an all female cast show or a movie for superheroes and stuff like that. You know, well, we are getting a movie. For those who don't know, we're getting Birds of Prey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Nizzy, oh, Nizzy have you heard of Birds of Quinn? Yeah, the Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn is Bay. Yeah. Nizzy, are you looking forward to Birds of Prey, or have you heard of the film? I have not heard of the film yet. All right. So, do you know what the Birds of Prey are? No. Please shine light. Okay. So Edu the educate me, because you you've been doing that all you know since the start of this podcast so educate me please all right so the birds of prey is actually a group of super uh superhero heroines that exist in the dc universe and it's been named uh and, and used led starting by black canary but it was used by a bunch of the female superheroines who were doing their own thing it had huntress in it for a while of course we had batgirl who later became oracle and was kind of their mm. their overwatch catwoman was a part of it as well um and recently they announced that they are doing a Birds of Prey uh, movie with Harley Quinn being the leading lady as well as we're going to have uh, Black Canary in there. Huntress is also going to be a, in it as well as we're also getting uh, Cassandra Kane, who later becomes uh, another Batgirl um, in it. And who was the other one that we were going to get in there? No, I think that's it. I think that's who they, they've confirmed so far. So it's an all-female uh, group of the DC superhero heroines. Now you said Harley Quinn's it is. Is it, it going to be the original one that they used for 
Suicide Squad? Yes, it is. Yeah. Margot Robbie that is going to be yeah, returning. Great. Yes. That is going to be great because she played, she played Harley Quinn very well. Yes, she did. Yeah, she's Bay. She is indeed yeah, Bay. <laughs> that's Bay. She is. She is a beautiful woman. I don't. I don't. Very. Not deny, deny that. For so long, bloody. If she if she can beat your ass, she bay for them. Uh, yeah, you're damn right. If she, if she can kick my ass, or if, you know, definitely threat of being injured, I'm all for it. Let's do it. <laughs> I don't deny that for a fact. Uh, okay, so hopping on to the next topic for sure. So what we got here is, let's see what we want to talk about. What are we gonna talk about? Oh, so speaking of X Men, right? Kevin Feige has officially taken oversight of the X-Men property. Uh, a couple months ago, they, they, he was given the green light to start introducing and uh, writing the X-Men into the universe and start being able to use them. Well, as of a month ago, he's officially taken oversight of all the X-Men properties. That's why a lot of the X-Men uh, projects that were in development at Fox were shelved or canceled and put on <coughs> hiatus because of the fact that they're reworking that universe. And one of the first things that they're doing is, one, how to streamline the universe and what they're going to do with it, as well as the biggest thing is that they're going to look for a new Wolverine. Wow. Yep. So they... they That's nuts. So the only two films currently that are going to be released is Dark Phoenix, which needs to get canceled. <clears throat> I don't want that film at all. And the New Mutants. But after that, it is going to be completely a new rework of the X-Men universe to get it in line with the rest of the MCU. Uh, we now, get F's in the chat for Hugh Jackman? Uh, yes. Uh, all the F's in the chat for that. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Yo, I mean, you gotta give the guy, you gotta give credit where credit is due, man. Oh, he, absolutely. He he absolutely killed that part. Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, how, how many X-Men were there? And uh, how many, you know, how many times did he, what, like, around... He played, eight, he was in okay. every X-Men film to date. Mm -hmm. I think the only one he was not in was uh, Apocalypse. I think That's that was, nuts, man. That was the only X-Men film he did not portray uh, Wolverine in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But definitely, it, it's going to be interesting with them looking for uh, a new Wolverine. And, and with them looking for a new Wolverine, it, it makes you wonder who... If they're gonna try and go back, and, and we talked about this a little bit in our in our private DMs, that are they gonna try and go with a Wolverine or a Wolverine who actually matches his comic book counterpart as the short, muscular motherfucker that he is, or are they gonna look for just another character or another actor who can portray the uh, character well? So Nizzy, I think that I well, think they're gonna go with the you know the latter. One that can play portray him well. You don't. You don't think they're gonna look for someone who can portray him well and still short and, and matches his uh, ideas. We need a Munchkin. Maybe. No, we need a Munchkin. Maybe, but like, like the only person I can think of is that dude playing the chat, John Hutchinson. John Hutchinson, the guy from Hunger Games. Okay, I, I could see. He's that. like, he's like five seven. That's the closest you're gonna get. Oh, you don't think Dan DeVito can pull it up, bro? Like, <laughs> <laughs> of course he can. He's the goat, but like you know, he's getting old now. So we need a we need a younger one. <laughs> Definitely, I, I told you I'm I'm short enough. I was like Nizzy can confirm this. He he saw how short I was when we were at PAX. I will <laughs> I will hit the gym and start dieting. I will I will take the hit and be be the new one. I am short enough for it. 
Man, you gotta, you gotta email him. Yeah, I'll, I'll email. I'm gonna call Kevin Feige right now. Hey, I will be your Wolverine. <laughs> so, Could that beard so. for you. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, they're gonna yeah. have to have to edit in that that beard hair for me. But other than that, you know, it's all good. It's all good. They just gonna glue it on you. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. They 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 know special effects. All I need is the mutton yeah. chops. That's all. That's it. That's it, dude. All right, so, so I, I, I I did take a count on it, and I think I counted right. I think he did eleven movies as Wolverine Woo. or Logan. That's that's a lot. That's a long time. And I think the first one almost two was, decades worth of films. Two thousand, yeah, yeah, two thousand, yeah, two thousand when the first X Men came out. So you're talking about nineteen years. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That is definitely crazy. That's a that's a long run. That's a very long He's, run. He, you know, he started this comic book thing, man. He was the, he, he uh, stayed no, besides. No, no, I'm not gonna say like I'm not saying started, but like he was the the, the longest running besides uh, who? Who else? I don't think anybody else. Who? No. Who's I Jackson like, do for like ten years? Like I don't. The only person I can I can see that. Nah, the only person else is the guy that played uh, Professor X. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, Patrick Stewart. Uh, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But it, I think it's still nowhere close to you know. Michael you. J. White started this comic book business with Spawn. Just saying. I'm not. I'm. I'm not talking about like. I'm talking about like the longest though. Who's been oh, yeah. most consistent? Oh yeah, definitely. It's between Hugh Jackman and uh, and Patrick Stewart for sure. <clears throat> mhm. I guess ne- right after them would be Robert Downey Jr. Good old RDJ. Yep. And it wasn't Michael J. White. It was, it was the Marlon Wayne. Blank man. Blank man. Oh yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> now you now you going old. Oh. Now you really going old school. <laughs> Blank man. <laughs> oh man. I think that, I think movie. that came first. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Blank man came out ninety four. <laughs> now you now you going old old school right there. Oh man. Oh man. Oh that's crazy. But yeah, it's it's definitely interesting because Kevin Feige was the one who kind of helped make the was was the go-to man when they did the first X-Men film, and that's what made the first X-Men film so good. And then the second film, he didn't have as much say in it, and they didn't use him as much. And then the third, he had nothing to do with, which is why the second and third films felt more off compared to everything else, because they mm. didn't have the man who follows the Bible of the comics and knows how to portray those characters, and even with rewriting them, knows. What to look for? What was the story? What was the story of, of you know the third X Men film again? Uh, Dark Phoenix. Oh uh, yeah, ill. Yeah, ill. And and uh, that, with, with the Dark Phoenix. And here's here's the thing with X Three, right? Well, I know that they did the X X. Uh, they did the Dark Phoenix, and we had the we had old girl who played Jean Grey enough to to kind of build up a a, a liking to her. They didn't have she did not have the performance to sell. Jean Grey's uh, issues with the Phoenix Force, and them doing a Dark Phoenix like Fox. I don't know what the hell you're doing right now. Doing the Dark Phoenix film after you failed to to sell the threat of Apocalypse, and and you know Sophie Turner only did one film as Jean Grey. We have not gotten attached enough to her to see the struggles of her with the Phoenix Force. They need to get rid of the film. I've been saying that they need. It is too early to do it, and it's gonna mess up that entire. Well, they, they they're killing it anyway. They're, yeah. they're, 
Look, I want Kevin Feige to keep the cast because that, <laughs> the young cast that they got for X-Men is great cast. They, they, they are all well put for their roles. It's just Fox's writers were doing stupid sh- do, doing all the stupid shit with it. They did not know what they were doing. Oh, yeah. That was the issue. Did did you watch Apocalypse Nizzy? Did you did you watch any of the the last X Men films? Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, at this point, since there was like so many, it was almost hard to keep up, you know. That is <laughs> yeah. Definitely it really true. Was. It really was, but I mean, it, I I I can't say nothing bad about none of the X Men movies. I enjoyed all of them. Oh okay, I I I did not like Apocalypse, and that hurts me because my girl Olivia Munn did amazing as Psylocke. Yeah, oh my she, god, that's what I was super hyped for. I was super excited. Oh dude, know, but... Olivia Munn. Oh she's oh such a sexy woman. I, I she was she <laughs> look her and Jessica Chobot were my first like real crushes when it comes to the gaming industry because of the fact that they were like hey, the beautiful. I nerds. definitely agree. I, I, I definitely agree. Yep. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah. G4. That was a day. And man. uh Olivia Munn, I was in love with her, honestly. And when I heard that she was going to be playing Psylocke, oh, my God. Beautiful. She did all she that training She did all that training just for nothing. I know. <laughs> it, it upset me because I thought nothing. she was amazing. Mm, that sucks. I seen at the end when they're fighting Apocalypse, and they had, uh, Magneto had the gall, put two fucking steel girders in Apocalypse, that shape of an X. I almost walked out of the theater when I saw that shit. <laughs> no, like, I was like, no, I can't do this no more. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah like, like, Magneto had the power up. He still couldn't beat him, but then he got Phoenix. I was like, I was like okay. Like, and then I was like, uh, I, I don't know if I like where this is going now. Yeah. It was definitely one of those, uh, you know, that was just questionable. And going back to the um, original trilogy, the third one. Like as far as the depiction of the Phoenix Force and Jean Grey, like that was some that was some vampire Dracula shit that go on there. Like eyes get all black and shit, her veins start popping mm-hmm. out all black. Like what the hell is this? <laughs> right. As a kid, I, I paid no attention to it. Cause like oh, Phoenix Force this is cool because I remember watching the um the anime series from the nineties X Men, which mm-hmm. is a goat. Da, 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 yep. Okay, yo, this movie version of it, I'm down with it. Like five or so years later, I'm like, what the fuck was I watching? Like, what was wrong? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I know. When did the original cartoon show come out? Oh, oh my God. Like 90s, 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 
Like you thought that that gambit has sauce. No, that baby will be dripping. <laughs> and disappointment right now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh. But now on to the next topic that we have here. And this one has me excited, right? Did anyone remember reading this book? Did anyone remember reading scary stories to tell in the dark? Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, uh, I, I remember. Stories? Yeah, I remember reading those Every, in elementary, dude. I think everybody had to see the book before. It's a white, it was a white cover book. It had crazy looking designs on the front. Like scary it's designs. Hor- horrific you- looking like it was made out of ink and oil and, and also yeah. it would give you it would give you nightmares and each chapter it would be a new picture like it was it was crazy i love those scary stories absolutely nizzy did you ever read those growing up dude i think i remember my cousin reading this to me one time and i freaked the hell out i started screaming dude because she 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 was really like animated like she really got into it like reading it and i i was like maybe like five years old or something like that when she, when she was reading it and i screamed dude Oh wow! I those, those, yeah, those those stories, especially for like younger. When you were younger, you would freak out, like spiders oh, yeah. coming out of people's faces. You like, oh, mm-hmm. I can't take this, man. Well, like I said, she was really animated, right? So she started walking up towards me, and like her voice got louder and louder. <laughs> yeah. Like, cool. like, oh no! Oh no! I was like. I was like five or six, dude. Like, yeah, that's like, crazy. what am I supposed to do? Right, right. I, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. Well, <laughs> guess what? You're about to relive those those uh, childhood horrors because oh, Guillermo del Toro, the the man, the legend himself, the monster <laughs> aficionado, is actually doing a scary story to tell in the dark movie that is going to be releasing this summer. Oh God. I know. Too good. Oh, I am. I am absolutely. I. I cannot wait. Like, if anyone can give these (laughs) these these creations the perfect vision, it would be Guillermo del Toro. The man is a monster legend with the way that he creates his creatures for every film. Look at uh, everything that he's done from uh, Pan's Labyrinth, what he did with Shape of Water, what he's done with Hellboy, the original Hellboy. Films, the way that he creates these monsters is just amazing. And if you've seen the trailer for it, it has me so hyped. Cause they Bro, let's the... take it even further. Let's take it even further. PT. Oh, yes. yes. I ain't fucking touching the movie. I am not touching it. I know who that was. I'm not doing it, y'all. You got like, it. Oh, PT was, oh my God. Yes, and him and Kojima working on that. Like, the man knows how to create horror and monsters because... He knows how to create monsters, but make them so human that it's terrifying because of the fact that you think of them as less. You don't think of them as just a scary monster. No, you you look at them because they have humanistic aspects, and that terrifies you even more. That's what made Pan's Labyrinth so good. Dude, like, has anyone seen Pan's Labyrinth? No. No, I have not. No. But didn't he like recently win like an Oscar or something like that? Or? Yes, he he won he won an Oscar for uh, Shape of Water, which was. Okay. I, I figured, I figured. That's why yeah. when you say Guillermo del Toro, the name sounds so familiar, and I, I remember. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro is a Oscar. legend. He, he is one of my all-time <laughs> favorite directors. Like literally one of my inspirations. And yes, Dallas, that move Pan's Labyrinth is legendary. That is a wonderful film. For those who haven't seen, it, it's actually in Spanish too. It's a Spanish film that he did, and it. Tell, oh my god, it's just a wonderful story. You have to watch it. It's one of those that, that cannot be... 
You want to read? Okay, you want a synopsis of Pan's Labyrinth? I can get you a synopsis of Pan's Labyrinth. Because we keep going left, and I don't care. It's, it's part of the topic, so yeah, go on ahead. Yeah, so Pan's Labyrinth. So for, for the, uh, the synopsis of the film... In the Falgana, Spain of 1944, the bookish young stepdaughter of a sadistic army officer escapes into an eerie but captivating fantasy world. That's literally the okay. synopsis for it. Wow. <laughs> I gotta see for myself then, alright. Yep. I remember it, seeing the creatures, I was like, yo, these, these creatures are freaky. I never watched it, though. Oh, dude, you yeah. have to watch it. It's so good. Ah, uh, the goat from that film is awesome. I love to. That's the goat, yeah, yeah. That was the goat. I was, that was the the monster I seen. I was like, why it look like that? This shit look creepy as hell. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at them now, man. It's that's yeah. I yeah. watched it in complete daylight. Yeah. Yeah. I knew Yeah, but you gotta watch. It. It's well <laughs> worth the watch, dude. It literally was amazing. Like, ah, uh, it's. I'm pretty sure it's dope, but you gotta understand. Haunting Hill House, like that first half of that series, that shit fucked me up. Oh, I, I don't deny that for a fact. <laughs> I can't take no chances after yeah, that. Yes, Ophelia was a G. She was a G. But dude, but for real, like the Guillermo del Toro is the monster man. Like he knows how to create monsters. So when I saw that this announcement that he was making a scary story to tell the dark film, I was immediately just like, take my money now. I'm all in. Seeing that like <laughs> thirty second trailer. And it was a story of the woman who was missing her big toe. I was already all for it. Oh, yeah. Yep. I was all in so fast, dude. Do, do they do they have a release date? Yes. Uh, not a date, but they, it's coming in summer of this year. So but okay. sometime in June or July. Love it. I love it. I know. I'm so excited. Nice. It has to be excited. You tell me how it is, cause yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, nope. I'm, I'm all, all Just go out. ahead and check it out, man. You gotta yeah. go ahead and too, check it out. Hey, man, too much of a G. I can't do it. Yeah, he, he's, <laughs> he's too good at that. He's like, he's too good. He's like, I got, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. All right. Uh, so next up, what we got here is speaking of remakes and legendary visionaries, another classic is coming back from another visionary. The Twilight Zone. Is getting a revival on CBS All Access. Yes. And, and the man. And here's. Ew. <laughs> Ew. But hang on. Look at the look at the man who's gonna be bringing it back. Jordan. Say his name, please. Jordan Peele. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, listen. Ew. Come on, yo, give it. Yo, you gotta. You got. You, you have you, The only reason why I say ill is because you have to pay. To watch the shit. <laughs> That's the I'm only par- reason. I'm pirating. I'm sorry, y'all. I can't oh, do it. Oh, DC I, Universe, Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I can agree with that. Like, the CBS All Access isn't really all that worth it. I mean, you can get their, the, uh, yeah, that way you got to pay for Like, all their other apps, like the CBS Sports is all free. But the All Access, no. And and it sucks because this is actually something uh, and I mean this is probably something that, that may may get people to, to go for it because it's Twilight Zone Twilight Zone is is a classic it is known so so much you any person you go to and talk, talk about the Twilight Zone everyone will immediately recognize the Twilight Zone mm-hmm. and the fact that Jordan Peele is the one who's going to be bringing it back and is going to be the host as well as he's also the producer and director like that's Amazing. 
big time. He he won he won the the. the didn't he also didn't he also win a, an Oscar for uh for, for uh, uh, Get, Get Out? Out? Yeah, he did. Yeah, for the screenplay, right? Yeah, for a screenplay. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I do remember that. And that's why yeah. I, I'm all for. I mean, I hate the fact that I gotta pay to see it, but I'm glad that he's bringing it back, and I'm glad that he's getting the respect that he did. Ever since and him, that's... ever since him and and Keith uh, stopped doing Key and Peele, and they're both doing their own things. Jordan has really shown what he's capable of as a director with what he did with Get Out, what he's doing with us. Him's still in talks to do the live action Akira. Uh, uh, movie and now him doing this like the man is all over the place and he's showing his chops dude yeah absolutely <clears throat> i couldn't agree more i'm really i'm really looking forward to twilight like again it's 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 a classic it's you know you bring in classic back to life and because you know he did so good with uh with get out it's just you know he's gonna he's obviously gonna probably put his you know his talent his niche into it and it's, it's just gonna be phenomenal man in this er, in this era in this era with production is just so 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 advanced he's gonna kill it he's oh, yeah, gonna definitely. Kill it. so i talented he's what started to be this comedian the director movie producer will get out and now us coming up mm -hmm. and now his own show as well well now another show like this man he showed he can really do it all oh absolutely without a doubt and he's writing oh and the thing about it too is get out and and us he wrote the scripts those are his screenplays and and they're doing that that shows what kind of mind he has and and that's just amazing yeah after the show i'm gonna watch that us trailer one more time because like mm, yo, yeah, that's yo that soundtrack yeah the fact they were the oh man they took oh you me. can make anything a horror a horror uh horror song um, yeah yep yeah, literally, that was your first thing after that trailer drop. You're just like, I told you, you could make any song a horror track. Literally, just slow it down and add a little extra bass. Just warble it. Boom, there you go. Freak you out. Go freak you out. You thought Disney was doing something with um, that Pinocchio song in Age of Ultron? Nah. That blew this shit right out of the water. <laughs> <clears throat> that, that, was a good, that was a good redemption, though. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, on to our final topic, which is the one that I'm most excited about and also the one I'm most angry about, is that first up, Battle Angel Aelita comes out February 14th in all major theaters, so make sure you check out this, this film, it is, or check out this film. It is a classic and one of the most legendary sci-fi mangas around, almost as iconic as Akira, as Ghost in the Shell, and several others. But when this film was announced of getting a uh, getting an, a live action adaptation, when they announced that James Cameron was originally going to direct it, but later took on production role of it while he was focusing on Avatar and had Robert Rodriguez take over as director, they made a point of how much that they loved the manga series and how much they respected the sor the source material for this. Every every. Reviewer, every critic was hating the film before anyone even got to see it. And a couple weeks ago, it was announced that everyone thinks said that this film is going to be a box office bust and that it's not going to get well received at all. Well, earlier this week, early reviews are already coming out for the film, and it's actually really positive. It's rated right now on Rotten Tomatoes 
as certified fresh. I think it's sitting at a 70 right now uh, as, a, as of this current time with 70 reviews. And the biggest thing about it is that it's being enjoyed because of the fact that while it has pacing issues, which quite a few films do have pacing issues, is that this, the action sequences, the scenes, the animation, everything is what you would expect out of something that was very much anime and very much manga size having that in your face action well well done it's it's blowing a lot of people away and it was so well received by one reviewer that he literally said that there's no other way to describe and saying it's fucking awesome so much so that even james cameron had a comment on on the excitement that a lot of reviewers are putting out for this and i think that this is probably going to be one of those films that breaks the uh or it kind of helps to change the not every anime or manga adaptation and live action is going to be bad. If it's well if it's well respected enough, it's definitely possible to do a good film. And seeing some of the reviews in right now, I I definitely think that would be well. I don't think it'll do a lot here domestically, that's for sure, but I think in the overseas market, especially China, will definitely boost the the revenue for this film. But I'm really glad to see this kind of results because I loved the Aelita manga. I've actually reread the first three volumes to 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 know exactly where this is going to be and the and the story of that world. So I've been rereading the the, the graphic novels for this. Uh, Nizzy, what are your thoughts on 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 the reviews coming out for this and knowing kind of how people feel about live action adaptation of like mangas or animes? Well, I saw the trailer to it myself, and I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I got I got really attached to it. I really think it's gonna be a good, um, a good, uh, action a good film. movie. Yeah, action film, absolutely. Um, and you said uh, who who's directing it again? Robert Rodriguez. And for those who don't know, Robert Rodriguez is the director who did the Desperado trilogy. He did the Machete <laughs> films. He did Sin City, for Christ's sakes, as well as the the Spy Kids films. He's had uh, he, he did all the special effects and 3D animation and that stuff. Yeah, he did like Kill Bill and stuff like that. I mean, it has, it has, yeah. I think it has the possibility to be a great movie. I really do. I don't know much about like as far as like the, the mangas go. Like, uh, I I never like read anything about it or anything like that. I never read into the mangas of Alita. But as far as what I looked into and and the trailers I've seen and what I read, it, it I think it has the possibility to do really well domestically as well. I think it's gonna do really good because it's it's. I, I, I mean, the, anim the animation, are... the fighting, and everything is great. Yeah, but unfortunately, people are hoping it flops. That's the weird. really. Yeah. Why would you? Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's weird. It people really, are weird. It really. But I mean, I mean, but for somebody like me, right? For example, like I'm, I'm not. You know, I don't. I'm not crazy into mangas like that. Like I'll, I'll, I'll read it. I'll check them out. But it's, it's, it's not like really. You know, I'm not 100. You know, into it. You know, for for something like this. To you know, to, just to watch a trailer for it to just grasp me and make me want to watch, like can't wait to actually watch it. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, I I I can't see I can't see it not be like not successful. You know, I see it being successful. Exactly. I that, hope that that's where that the, and that's why I'm glad I have you on because the fact that that right there is that you don't know know mangas as, as <clears throat> in depth as as me as especially as as Soul King here because we call him. The king of comics because the dude reads mangas and comics more than anyone else at, on in our group uh and he's probably read more more than us but 
knowing that you don't know the source material, but when you see it, it gets you excited and hearing that it's an adaptation that, that might interest you and want to read that later. But knowing that the trailer is enough to get you excited for this film, that's what they're trying to do is that for those who know the, the, the source material, they want it to be exciting to those. But not only that, is they want it to appeal to those who don't know it and want to get drawn into that world. And having you talk about that right now shows that they're succeeding with what they're trying to accomplish. Absolutely, man. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. For real. Op, uh, what are your thoughts on this, man? It's great that um, these are the um, early reviews are really positive for it. That's going to help it. Yeah, right now on, on Ron Tomatoes, it's sitting at 61. Uh, I was I was wrong, but it's sitting at 61 with uh, 82 Ron Tomatoes garbage. We'll go off with him. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The real teller is how's going to do in the box office, you know. That's going to really show. Yeah. If people really resonate with that, yeah, they have I, to see it, of course. Yeah, I would look at the box office and um, the uh, user reviews. Definitely. Because, of course, reviews, they, pay, they play a part as well because, you know, how casuals are. Watch our reviews, like, oh, so didn't like it. I guess I don't like it either. Shit like that. Yeah. So, um, but I, that but I, usually, I usually look at the actual user, like, screw the critics. I look at yeah. the user. Yeah. So, like, that's where you can tell if people really enjoyed it. Look at yeah. Justice League, like, around to the middle, it's like a 30 or something, or whatever, for the critics. Yeah. A user's like, um, 80, like in the 80s. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, you could tell, like, if you look at, uh, what is it, the latest Star Wars? People were like, oh yeah, last people Jedi. really were upset. Yeah, people were really upset. Me personally, I'm not like a crazy fan of Star Wars, so I like. I I, I liked it a lot, and I'm a crazy fan. I I I stood for that movie. I defended that movie. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. Oh, but absolutely. Alita, it's gonna do good. It it actually made a like a realistic looking enemy character, yeah. and it's like, I don't know why like people have a. A problem with that design i don't i think it looks really good yeah the 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 way that they modeled alita is amazing and and the fact is the rest of the like rosa salazar is the is the model for for alita she's doing the voice she did all the mocap and choreography for the character it's it's rosa salazar like i rosa was even at comic-con and was talking about the film and talking about the manga which she actually read years ago and reread before the film like she knows what she's talking about like wow. i trust i trust the people going into this film especially if you look at like robert rodriguez the man with, with what the way that he stylizes action but the way that he's a very passionate nerd and the way that he does a lot of those things like especially look at sin city right he knew exactly what he was doing with those films he respects when he's doing a, an adaptation or a screenplay like he if anyone could have done this right it would have been him absolutely he has a really good rep yeah so I, 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 I couldn't agree more absolutely like I, I'm absolutely all all for it because I like I said man I, I trust Robert Rodriguez uh, on, on doing these these films and, and especially having James Cameron's production company helping with the production and everything as well as the animation, hell yeah, you know he's got they got good effects going into it. Oh yeah, they got big money. They got big money. So I'm I'm yeah. I'm perfect. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for this film. Like I already pre-purchased my tickets because I'm going to go see it Wednesday night before it goes. Oh yeah, I'm going. I'm Thursday. going to see it day one too. Yeah, I was like I'm all for this film. 
I was like, so I was like, I even I'm so much for this. I actually reordered the the collectors uh the the box set of the omnibus mangas with the short stories of the original Alita uh Battle Angel Alita mangas as well as I'm trying to collect the uh the other series which is the Mars Chronicles <laughs> as well as the Last Order mangas as well like I I wanted that that box set because of the fact that it looks nice and and I wanted to show you know I need to start collecting my mangas again but I also want to show my support for this. Like, I'm all for it. Absolutely, man. I mean, I might not go day, day one only because I need my elbow space, and uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you don't want to be. You don't want to be rubbing elbows with someone you don't know. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Somebody's so, definitely probably gonna get so much into the action that I'm probably gonna take a, a right hook to uh, to the face. So yeah. No. Don't don't go with your don't go with your girlfriend. She might she might hit you back. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 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 oh man, but yeah, it, it's definitely looking good. Now I'm excited for what's gonna be coming up. And absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh, so, y'all have any last good. things to say on it? No, I just know I'm Hope definitely going to go see Alita. I'm confident. I'm confident it's gonna do this. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I hope movie does well. Hopefully, I'll get a chance to go out and see it. Though, but you know, with my situation, <laughs> this will be on top. But. Yeah, I'm hoping for a best friend movie. Looks good. That's Definitely a fan get. of it. Just want to do well. That's what you get for being a broke ass college student. You right about that? Living on a damn country. Shit. I was about to say. You, you, I was like, I would say a hitchhike to the movie theater, but you can't even do that. There ain't no one driving there. Yeah, like we barely got Uber out here. Fucking everything's far away if we have it. Let alone just. Uh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they don't have a movie theater close to the college. Do but you know, it's not walking distance, unfortunately. Because if it was, I'll take my ass over there, no problem. Better hop on that bike and start pedaling, boy. <laughs> Get that cardio one. Get that cardio. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I mean you are gonna drop money on on all the snacks and soda, anyways. You might as well burn it off before you get in there. Facts. <laughs> big facts. Oh, big true. facts. All right, well, guys, we're about to get on out of here. But before we do that, we're going to do our outros here. And Nizzy, I got to say, it was so glad to have you on the show, man. You definitely brought a lot of a lot of energy and fun to the to the stuff. And I'm glad that you were able to talk about a lot of the topics that we did. So let them know where they can find you at, man. Let them know. Guys, you can find me everywhere, literally. Uh, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, Twitch. Uh, probably in your front yard uh follow me on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash nizzytube n-i-z-z-y-t-u-b-e uh i was totally joking about the whole front of the house thing i'm not a creep guys i'm I'm actually just really laid back and just pretty much a clown so he won't be in your front yard but he'll be in the bushes yeah i'll be in the bushes yeah (laughs) 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 oh man all right, Very man. fun, guys. Thank you guys so much, dude. I really do appreciate you guys uh, letting me be on the show. Oh, no, man. Oh, no, I, was, I was so glad to have you out. Like I said, uh, so many amazing people that, that I met while I was at PAX, and Nizzy's just one of many that, that are going to be, you're going to see making appearances and hopefully more than once uh, as the year kind of goes throughout. So definitely thank you for coming out, Nizzy, as well as make sure y'all check the description down below his his uh his links and stuff right there for his Twitter and his Twitch are going to be down there. And, of course, anything else, you can find them all right there. Uh, but definitely make sure you go show this man some support over there on Twitch. Get, give, him, give him a lot of love. Follow him on Twitter. Like, I love this dude. He's like, that's my New Jersey boy right there. Appreciate you guys, man. Much love to all you guys, dude. You too, Nizzy. 
And of course, Op, let them know where they can find you at, bro. Oh, no doubt. You can definitely find me here, of course. And of course, on <laughs> GRG on Fridays. Yep. Kick it back with everybody talking game and whatnot. Definitely, definitely. His Twitter is going to be down below because he never plugs himself because he's so bad about his social media. I really is a second thought to me. I really don't care. I'm just retweeting like a shit, like Soul said. I don't do much there. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So let them know where they can find you at, my man. All right, good time. He Apex Legends. He yeah, he, are, Legends. he already back yeah. on that Apex Legends. He, he dipped <laughs> out so quick. Yeah, just like that. Just like that. Of course, guys, uh, make sure y'all follow uh, Soul King right there on, on Twitter. Make sure you follow his Instagram. The dude does all the art for the channel. He did the logo. He did our banner. He's redoing everything. Of course, if you've seen me do other streams and stuff, you know that the chibi version of me, Chibloody, is done by him. He's doing everyone here on the shows. Of course, he's going to be doing new art for us, so we would not be able to do what we do without him. He's our PC expert, so yes. he helps us set everything up. So make sure you give him some support and love and definitely check out the art that he's done for a lot of other big people in the community, especially a lot of YouTubers. Dude is always doing work for so many people. Seriously, we, I'm, I'm glad to have my boy doing everything that he does. So much love to you, Soul. And of course, y'all are on the channel right here. You know who it is. Bloody Knuckles, a.k.a. the Gothic Gamer, your anime king doing what I do so if you're already here make sure that you subscribe if you're not it would be greatly appreciated we are working right now to, to hit 250 by the end of March because we are so close to 200 right now less than 20 away so guys please share the video like subscribe share it to everyone we don't ask much but it would be greatly appreciated we're trying to do so much more uh, if you've seen our old videos to where we're doing now we're trying to increase and and have a better presentation so we're we're already working on that. Of course, all of the links to my social media are down below. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Mixer.com, where I'm streaming a couple different games. I'm doing Valkyria right now, of course. I've been uploading my Metro playthroughs as well as I'm doing Resident Evil 2, so be looking out for those. But definitely, I want to check because we are doing a giveaway from a lot of the swag that I picked up from Pack South. So you'll want to make sure y'all check all that out if y'all want a chance to win that, as well as we're going to be doing more giveaways here soon. So guys, trust me, we have a lot of things planned here on the channel, so y'all want to make sure y'all are supporting us. It would be greatly appreciated in every possible way. But with that being said, we're going to hop on out of here, guys. So it's been a wonderful time. Again, Nizzy, thank you for stopping by, my man. It was great to have you on. But from all of us, guys, peace out and check you later.